This week, we learned that the Siren 6 is now down to only five sirens. Stay tuned. Welcome to On the Upbeat. I'm Matt. I'm RJ Phoenix, and we have a boring-ass episode for you. No, I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding. That's going to be a very excellent, fun, hopefully fulfilling episode of On the Upbeat. Yes, yes. We, uh, we, uh, it's just us this week. Yeah. Uh, no guests. That's yes, right. Justice. <laughs> Justice uh, for Matt and RJ. Yeah, because <laughs> that's what you need. Two, That's what <laughs> two white guys telling you thoughts on <laughs> two middle-aged white guys talking about Scott. Ooh, it's a podcast. <laughs> Who else are you gonna get that homestead? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean, nothing says like uh, you know, forty year old white guys than a podcast. Right? I, I did I was I was training at work. This is uh last year, uh some some people to just like be temps and they were all in their twenties. And I mentioned having a podcast, and one of them was like, "Oh, you have a podcast?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm a white guy in my 40s, of course I do." <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's true. So yeah, it's uh, just the two of us this week. Uh, yeah, we're, we're um, we kind of, I think, in the past, the past two years, uh, on the upbeat has not put out a a um, episode during the week of Thanksgiving. No, you haven't. And in fact, I think uh, before I joined the show, you you posted once like, oh, by the way, we're not going to have a show like on your social media. And I, even though I didn't know you that well, I wanted to be like, oh, way to go, lazy. 23 minutes of Scott will have one. Uh, but I was just like, you know, I don't know Matt that well. Matt or Aaron that well to do that yet. Yeah. Thankfully, I, I do now. So yeah, this is kind of a new thing. Um, well, yeah, I, because we took that break a couple weeks ago, yeah, and yeah, we yeah, kind of yeah. felt like, well, we should have one, and then a I, something. I think sort of like a energy kicked in, really, where I was like, let's just make a, a run for the finish line of of the year, because <laughs> uh, we will have an episode. I think our last episode for the year will be December fifteenth. Uh, oh yeah, if, if all goes to plan. Um, but yeah, so it's just us. Uh, I don't. What was that whistle that I just made? I don't know. Oh, you're getting to be one of those old guys who whistles when he talks. <laughs> Man, that's not supposed to happen for another 20 years, buddy. I know. <laughs> I have my teeth. I don't know why that would happen. <laughs> um, but anyway, RJ, how has your week been since we last spoke? Uh, my week has had its ups and downs. It's It's been fairly uh, okay. Um but then uh, Friday, we'd noticed that uh, little Ramona was not my key cat, was not doing so well, uh, just acting off. And so, you know, we kept track of it for a few days. And Friday, we're like, it's been three days. So we called her specialist. They're like, yeah, you should probably bring her in. Um, and uh, so we brought her to her specialist. But the specialist is also an emergency room. And if there's for pets, if there's a lot of emergencies, you can't get her in right away. If she doesn't have a you know, pre-made appointment, those are usually a couple weeks out. Uh, so we sat with little Ramona in the car for about three hours in West Hollywood to get her into a specialist. And then uh, poor little deer had to stay overnight. Um, but she did really well. She came back. She's been going better than ever, which, of course, has brought much happiness to me and, and Allison. Uh, so that's that's been my week, I guess. <laughs> How about you, buddy? Um, Pretty good. 
pretty normal, yeah. I would say. Uh, you know, especially given the last few weeks for me, uh, no major like hiccups. Uh, no, no, uh, no van breakdowns. <laughs> yeah, no van breaking. No strange body diseases, uh, though. So I think I showed you that tweet from Drew from Kill Lincoln, where he was kind of grossed out by. Uh, yeah, you need to stop being so gross, man. <laughs> I wasn't actually. I'm not actually sure if Drew was just joking or he kind of was actually <laughs> uncomfortable. About it's it, too but... much in a row. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Well, because he mentioned, uh, but I guess we talked about bidets with half past two recently when they were on. But because he mentioned debate, de- uh, debates, um, two uh, bidets. Uh, but other than that recent episode with half past two, we hadn't mentioned it in months. So, um, but anyway, yeah, I kind of I laughed at that. I, I'm sure it was, you know, wasn't intended to be mean. Um, but then, oh, I saw Ghostbusters Afterlife, and uh, oh, yeah, buddy, how was it? It was good. It was good. Yeah? You know, for doing a sequel that is, what, 30 years, you know, since the, the second yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, um, It was pretty good. Uh, the lead actress, the kid in it, I can't remember the name off her name off the top of my head. Uh, she was phenomenal. Um, like, oh, yeah? She, cool. Yeah, they gave her a lot, and she really carried the emotional part of the story. Um. Some of the other characters are kind of like, uh, kind of fall flat compared to her, but um, it hits home right. where it hits, it needs to hit home. So, oh, that's um, good. And uh, so it really is an emotional story in the sense that it's kind of, I don't want to give anything away, but it is a clear send off to Harold Ramis, uh, who passed away. So it's like in- oh, wow. very much intentional. Okay. Um, well, that's sweet. Yeah. And, you know, it's fun. I kind of hope they do a sequel to this. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Just in the sense that giving the kids, like, I kind of think it'll be fun to sort of have, um, you know, sort of younger kids doing it um, and sort of uh, just exploring their sort of relationships. And so, um, and it just was, you know, it very much felt like, um, I think most people will kind of connect it to Stranger Things, and it's not necessarily because <laughs> that uh, Finn Wolfhart, I think, is his it, name. They share an actor. Yeah. yeah, I I don't think it's necessarily because of that, but there's a lot of tone. But um, Stranger Things takes a lot of from Ghostbusters because it's supposed to be. So it's kind of like that's what I've been told. Yeah, yeah. you've never seen Stranger Things. Oh my no, god. Okay, so it's not on me entirely because this Stranger Things is like a hundred percent something my wife would love. Mm-hmm. But one of the things I will admit me and my wife do have in common is a bit of a contrarian streak when it comes to entertainment. Mm. And if everybody is telling us to watch something, we'll be like, eh. Now I was ready to forge ahead and watch Stranger Things anyway. Yeah. <laughs> she was not sold. Uh, so it is it is on deck for at some point, like everything with me. I just wait forever and then I just like binge it all at once. Yeah, you know. And instead of watching it when it's current, I just read X Men comics for like the fourth time. That's what. <laughs> <I do. laughs> well, but this Ghostbusters plays like a lot of like 
it gets the tone right of Ghostbusters, sort of that, like, like it takes the ghost hunting seriously in the sense that it's not played for laughs like the 2016 reboot was. Um, like, it wasn't played <laughs> for, like, um, like everyone's legit scared of these ghosts. Like, it's not sort of okay. like, let's play the silly ghost for laughs sort of thing. It's yeah, not yeah, yeah. slapsticky. Um, which the original Ghostbusters aren't. It's a real, there are real jump scares in these movies that are legitimate. You know, they're fun. Yeah. yeah. yeah and it yeah, also yeah. has that Steven Spielberg, like, E.T. Goonies vibe, sort of, you know, kids out getting into mischief, sort of coming of age story thing going on. Um, so that's kind of fun, too. And then, you know, the original Ghostbusters do show up, and so that's fun. And uh, Spoiler, thanks a lot, brother. Uh, if you didn't think they did, then you're a dummy, because <laughs> they clearly are going to. It's literally been in every paper. They've hinted at it in the advertisement, so... Um, the only hint I had was a Colin Ray at his bookstore. That's the only thing I got for the trailers. <laughs> now you're telling me the other two show up, too? Yeah. Ah, uh, does Amy Potts show up too? I'm not going to tell you that because ah, there we go. That's my boy. Don't tell me nothing. <laughs> I'll tell you, Rick Moranis doesn't show up, and everyone's mad. Well, but... he is retired from acting. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that should not be a surprise. Though, um, did you see the one thing he did within the last year or something uh, of acting wise? Did you see he did a. Oh, that Adult Swim pilot that he did? Oh, I don't know about that, but I'm referring to this, like, commercial he did with Ryan Reynolds about... No, no. About... Ryan Reynolds has a cell phone company. I, I don't know why. He has that lots cell of... cell phone, gin... Something yeah. else I just... Yeah. I think he's... Mobile app. Yeah. He's getting into some sort of, like, search engine thing, too. Well, yeah, well I, I mean, that's probably the first thing he's done that I'm like, eee, not a good idea. But, uh, you know, everything else, I'm on board. So he was in whatever, I think it's Cricket Wireless or something. Maybe, I can't remember. Whatever phone company uh, Ryan Reynolds owns. He and the joke is, so like Rick Moranis comes out, stands there, stand, Ryan Reynolds walks in the screen, and, he, and Rick Moranis is just like, so what do you want me to do? He's like, Nothing. <laughs> and he's so he's like, You're paying me all this money just to stand here. He's like, No, I, I thought we'd talk for a minute. <laughs> and he's like, So you don't but you don't want me to talk about the phone? He's like, No. I mean they're gonna put a bunch of text over it about, you know, what's going on, but you know, you know, I liked you and what was that uh move that beer movie that he was in? Oh, it was, uh, Strange Brew. Strange Brew. He's like, I like you in Strange Strange Brew. It was just <laughs> he basically is just like I'm. Ryan Reynolds is like I'm a big fan. Love your work. Thanks for coming. <laughs> That's actually very funny. <laughs> yeah, I died laughing. Um, but yeah, Ghostbusters was my big sort of like uh, outing over the weekend, and it was good. It was nice. fun, and I nice. and I do hope that they make a sequel. And while I think. Overall, uh, it would nice to occasionally dip in with like, you know, Ray giving some sort of like advice or something. But I think yeah. it would do better to just be like, here's the kids and their new adventure. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. But that was fun. Let me tell you about my problems with Ghostbusters, too. 
Look, I get it. It's a it's a flawed film, but it's still uh, better than the 2016 version. That remains to be seen, as I haven't seen the 2016 no. you're movie. Not, you're not missing much, and please don't ever don't anyone come at me with no. Because here's the thing: I'm a fan of all four of those. Women. Yes, I love them. I was <laughs> oh that's why I was disappointed. I yeah. really wanted to be excited for it. And yeah, it and just, I also like Paul Feig usually yep. too. Yeah. So uh, yeah, everything looked like I'm not gonna like this, and people I know who were excited for it also did not like it, and I'm like, yeah. well, that's a lot of time. Yeah, yeah. When it's, I can be rereading X comics, it's unfortunate. Like I really wanted, you know, I like Bridesmaids and some of the other yeah. movies, and you know, in that sort of. And I really wanted to like it, but the tone was way off in the movie. It just didn't have that sort of like realism scare. Like the first scene, I kind of thought had it, and then they right at the end, they just made a joke out of it, and then they just kept making jokes with ghosts and. And stuff like that. And though the movie does prove that uh, Chris Hemsworth is a great comedic actor and is completely not used enough as a comedic actor. People need to find him a comedy to be in. That's new and stop putting him things like, you know, oh, the, Men, the, the Men, in, Men Black. in Black reboot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which wasn't terrible, but it's not. He needed something a little bit. I also did not see that. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I don't watch movies that often. Yeah, I can tell. I did watch Tick, Tick, Boom this weekend, and that was good if you're a fan of musicals. I am, and my wife, I didn't know anything about it until Megan brought it up, and she was like, she's like, I really want to watch it, because I like Rent and stuff, and, uh, oh, by the way, anyone who doesn't know, Tick, Tick, Boom is, like, uh, about the guy that created Rent. Well, Um, it's actually the musical he did before he did Rent. Right. But I don't get how it ties... Like, is he the main character in that yeah. musical? Yeah. So it's the musical version of his own life? Uh, yeah, it's the musical version of him trying and failing his first yeah. thing. Now, the, the, the parts they did, there, there's an intro and, like, near the end, they do this thing. Like, this is about to, That's new. That's new just for the movie. Right. Yeah. So, so my wife said she wants to see it, and then she's like, but I don't like Andrew Garfield. And I'm like, what? Oh, no, 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 no. Get over your Af- Andrew Garfieldness because he is fantastic on this. Yeah, see, I think... If you didn't watch it, this is me talking directly to Megan. Get over it. Watch it. <laughs> <laughs> she Her big problem was uh, a certain scene in... Uh, I think it's the first Spider-Man he was in that she just didn't like his... It, he kind of came off like as a creeper when like Gwen keeps telling him no. Like... Like she need like she needs to go like do something, and he kind of like is kind of not letting her. <laughs> she she's like I don't. And I'm like you can't blame that on the actor. Like that's yeah, that's Peter Parker being a creep. <laughs> and and that's the writers of the movie. Like yeah, and so. and you know even though I really did not like Amazing Spider Man, mm-hmm. I actually liked how they were treating Peter Parker. He was a nerd, but he was like. A modern nerd instead of like when Toby McGuire, he was still kind of a 60s like nerd. Yeah, he was. Uh, was Toby like, McGuire wasn't yeah. self confident. There was no. No, no. It like uh, the, the Andrew Garfield when he was, he was skateboarding because who really skates board? Cool guys don't skateboard no matter what Hollywood <laughs> right. tells in the 80s. It's only yes. like nerds like us. Yeah, yeah. Which I, I couldn't because I have a, a balance issue. But my friends all skateboarded as well. Yep. Yep. So, so did mine. <laughs> yeah. 
So I, I always I always thought he was a decent Peter Parker in a in a flawed Spider-Man movie, and I never went and saw the second one because I, I didn't like the first. I one. liked him as Spider-Man, but yeah, the yeah. movies were a bit. Meh. Yeah, especially the second one was very much too much. Apparently, they did not learn from Spider-Man three. <laughs> yeah, oh, I like that. I but everybody, all the parts people hate at Spider-Man three, it, it with the Venom stuff, with you know, like the emo. Peter Parker. That's I the hate, stuff I actually enjoy. I hated that. I <laughs> about hated, that. I hated. Like I didn't. I didn't need any more of the Venom. I, I actually. It would have been better if Venom wasn't shoehorned in there. But like, sure. yeah, that him like being a badass, like wannabe, like idiot, like that's awesome. That's funny. I just think it's it needed goofy to be as shit, but it's good. Okay, but so, I didn't need the actual Venom character for the rest. Yeah, of my problem. So. I didn't need the whole like he's all of a sudden wearing eyeliner and like mats his hair down. Like if you want him oh, to be that's a hilarious d- though, but if you want him to be a dick, just have him be a dick. That's fine. And then the two being a what his version of a cool guy who turns out to be a dick. That's the best part. Yeah. And then doing his little dances. It's it's Matt. It's great. <laughs> The, and like the dancing, <laughs> the dancing was like just pick one of the scenes. You can't do both. It's just too, it's too cheesy. It's too much. Oh, it's great. <laughs> so, but uh, all right, we should probably get on to other things. Uh, all right, because <laughs> you know you came here for ska talk uh, for yeah, the most part. And we're just and, talking about movies. Yeah, and, nerd, uh, my, comic booky things. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's get into some ska news. Ska news, where we tell you about all the cool things happening in the ska community around the world. But let's be honest, mostly America, because we're not that connected with other scenes. We're sorry. Um, I'm going to have to make it a point now. <laughs> yeah, I do. I just, as I was saying it, I'm like, well. <laughs> um, but we, tr- you know what? Here's the thing. I was telling a, a band this week, actually, uh, through some messaging. If there's anything you ever want us to share or repost or anything, put in a story Please tag us in it. Tag uh, on the upbeat in it, and that'll bring it to our attention. So if you're listening somewhere else in the world besides America, that is a good way to uh, get our attention. And we love it. Don't ever don't ever think you're being annoying or inappropriate by just reaching out because that's what we love. So, yeah, <laughs> as a matter of fact, when when, you know, uh, Matt here throws it to me. Anything I missed? Uh, that's because I have a running list, and I put together a thing every week called "Last Last Week in Ska." And if you ever want to make sure to make that list, and so I, and also, so we can announce it on the show, email me last week in Scott at twenty three scott dot com, like, and I'll be sure to let people know. Yeah, um, yeah, because we want we want to know about all the new releases, so we can tell our listeners and hopefully get some ears on your work. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So first up, uh, sh- uh, which this is ba- basically shameless self-promotion. Uh, this year, we are helping uh, the Backyard Superheroes with their holiday compilation, Arose Such a Clatter. Uh, every year, they, uh, I don't know, since, do you know how many years they've done this? It's like. Uh, the full comp, I think, 
last year was the first year of the full comp, but they put out, they've been putting out music themselves for at least okay. four years, I believe. So this is the second year in a row of a full compilation, but yes, I, I think- believe so. Don't quote me on that. I could be wrong. Yeah. Gary and Josh are going to come for us. <laughs> Bex will defend us though. She knows we're good guys. Yeah. Uh, so maybe three years at the most, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, they've they've yeah they've definitely put out their own. Uh, hol- I know in 2019 they put out their own holiday EP. Uh, yeah. So all the proceeds will go to Toys for Tots. The album will be released digitally uh, uh, for download on Bandcamp. It'll be Friday, December 3rd, which is a Bandcamp Friday. So for that day, all the money that the compilation makes will go directly to Toys for Tots. So we are yeah. pushing that um, you get it in on that day. You you download the album on December 3rd because uh, that will send all the money. So, uh, RJ, do you want to hear a list of some of the people that will be on uh, A Rose Such a Clatter 2021? You know I do. Okay, so, uh, of course, our, our favorite people uh, in Backyard Superheroes, they're going to be on the 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 compilation i'd fucking hope so <laughs> <laughs> yeah to be like ha ha they're not on it suckers yeah no nope. <laughs> didn't make the cut this year sorry yeah. try again uh joker's republic uh suburban legends ooh suburban legends uh scapository oh, throwback uh something to do threat level nice. threat level burgundy no way I haven't heard of them for a while. They, oh, I'm so glad they're doing stuff again. Uh, the Third Rates. The Guilty Parties. Uh, the Resignators. Nate Funk. Uh, Chris and the Kringles. And I just am... That, I, that's that's <laughs> intriguing. Chris and the Kringles. That's intriguing. Uh, I just got confirmation that I'm allowed to confirm also that Half Past Two... We'll have a, uh, a song on the compilation. Now, from what I've been talking to with Gary from Backyard Superheroes, uh, he assures me that most of these songs are songs that are new, and you can pretty much only be getting them on the compilation uh, nice. for, the, for the time being. Um, so it's definitely going to want to be... I know, this, I know the Suburban Legends song... Though you might be able to find a video for it, uh, it'll be this will be the first time it's available to download digitally. So you're oh, definitely cool. going to want to pick this up. And there's going to be more. There's going to be a lot more bands. But uh, you know we oh, have. Oh yeah, this thing last year was stacked. Yeah, last year I think it was like 30 bands. Yeah. Um, and we're not going to tell you what yet, but on the upbeat does take a. Uh, let's just say you will hear our voices. Uh, on this digital album, so <laughs> sorry in advance. Uh, but yes, there's going to be a ton more bands. Just these are the ones we're comfortable confirming now, because uh, you know, release release dates. You know, <laughs> you know, have your work done by. You know, we try to be forgiving, and we're gonna letting everyone get in at the last minute. You know, because we want everyone to be involved in this and uh, to. That's kind of the, the what we can do with digital, really. Yeah, it kind of, you know, being digital, you can kind of like, just give it to us the night before. That's all we care about. <laughs> it's it's kind of like, it's kind of simple. It's kind of simple to throw it up on Bandcamp. 
Um, and and plus, uh, we're not done with our part, so we really can't give anyone crap. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, all right. Uh, next up in ska news, uh, the Stepdaughters. The Stepdaughters are a ska punk band from Orange County, California. And on November 21st, they released their song, We Are One. Uh, from what I hear, um, they will be having a new record out on Pay Attention Records in early 2022. So let's listen to the song that they released um, on November 21st. Uh, it is called We Are One. I have seen them play at least one time uh, around oh, wow. here, and uh, they're pretty good. And uh, so, definitely. They be- are. They're one of those bands that at one point were like, here, check out our music and tell me what you think. Uh, and I can tell you they're friggin' excellent. Um, so, I really await more music to get like finished and out for all y'all to hear because they are they're worth it and i have not had a chance to see them yet so i'm kind of jealous of you matt what's (laughs) new (laughs) (laughs) well just move to orange county and you'll be able to see all the good ska bands just kidding it's the thing is i'm just not going to shows uh i'm just not comfortable and i need to get comfortable because jeff rosenstock's next month oh i mean (sighs) truth be told i i saw stepdaughters like a year like no, before COVID, it was late two thousand. <laughs> it was late two thousand nineteen. Oh wow, um, nice, yeah. nice. So it's been a while. <laughs> um, all right, next up. In case you didn't know, if we had to be the ones to tell you, uh, the Aquabats on November nineteenth released a holiday EP called "I Want a Hippopotamus Matt, for Christmas Too." Matt, Matt, yes? Matt, Matt, is this a ska podcast? Yes. Why are we talking about this Aquabats EP? I bought it. I bought it. Technically, does have a ska song on it. Which one? I I feel like Holiday Road is done in ska. Not at all. That song's been out. They, they also put that song out like ten years ago, and I love it. No ska song. That's a rock song. Anyway, just it's the best song on the EP too, and it's fucking old. <laughs> uh, anyway, despite RJ's. <laughs> you know we've talked about this they fall into the ska legacy clearly so we promote them when we can all right so we're gonna listen to the title (laughs) track uh rj how old is this song if you want to ruin it for everyone is it i think Uh, i think this this for sure is a brand new song for them yes i think so to put out so the ep is called i want to hit hippopotamus for christmas too uh, it's a five-song EP, so let's listen to the clip. Uh, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas too. Here we go. Okay. 
I want a hippopotamus for Christmas too If you get one, I should get one too I never really cared But it's only fair To have an exclusive hippo that I wouldn't have to share I want a hippopotamus for Christmas too Hey Santa Claus, now what are you gonna do? We both know the rules And I'd hate to find That Santa's out here giving people bigger gifts than mine I can see me now on Christmas morning Staring through the void Where's my freaking That is definitely a very um, Aquabat song And uh, yeah You know what that song sounds like? I want a hippopotamus for Christmas it sounds like something my silly, silly band would have done back in the day. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's nah, check I, out. I'm not going to. I'm not going to mince words. <laughs> they could do better. <laughs> <laughs> Let's now check out Holiday Road and prove RJ wrong. <laughs> it's up. There's nothing on the upbeat, man. The premise of the whole show. I'm pretty sure that guitar is it's, it's there. Agree. But it's great. It is a great cover. It is freaking awesome. Yeah, it's pretty fun. And if it's not on your Christmas uh, mixtape, you should need to put it on. There. I'm definitely going to be putting on on mine. Mm-hmm. Um, because I do, if anyone didn't know, uh, I do have what I consider, I, <laughs> I have a Christmas playlist that is called my Christmas playlist is better than your Christmas playlist. Sometimes I think your ego gets out of control because you haven't even heard my Christmas playlist. I, I don't care. It's, I mean, like, I, I, I don't, I don't care. It, mine's better. I just know it. Um, Does it have a toothpaste 2000 Seven Eleven Christmas? What is that? It's the best christmas song ever it's about being poor in a city away from your family and the best you can do is go to the magical land of 7-eleven for christmas it is the best and i who is that my favorite christmas who is that the name of the band's toothpaste 2000 interesting well we will have we're gonna listen to it and hate it and be like this is more of your indie weirdo pop crap (laughs) probably (laughs) i guess maybe mine is more slightly more mainstream but i do have a lot of like punk and ska songs on there too but i also i see that's the thing the reason i do it is because like you technically will find people that make Christmas playlists that are like sort of like anti-Christmas playlists where they're yeah, no, no, nothing close to like the tradition. Even if they play traditional Christmas songs, they don't play them in the traditional way, right? Yeah, so yeah, they'll, yeah, yeah. they'll find out just a v- way off cover. Well, I have both of those. I like Matt, match how, that how together. How many MU330 songs is on there? None. Matt, they put out a whole Christmas album. <laughs> they did, and uh, I forgot to put it on the <laughs> Yeah, see, all right, Matt. I'm helping you in every year, like every year, I I I add to it. I am justifying the ego here by making sure you have good stuff on there. You need some MU on there. All right, so we wow, this episode we thought this episode was gonna be short. Uh, this episode's gonna be long. Um, so next up in Ska News, we're still in Ska News, by the way. Oh my god, uh, we have the Inevitables on November 19th. The Inevitables released a new song called. 
Over and Out. Let's take a listen to that. Over and Out by the Inevitables. There's no better time to be over than right now. So we're excited for the I, I don't know if this is building towards a, a new album or what but these last like i think like four singles that they've put out like have just all uh, been really put good out, uh four singles and they put out that like two song instrumental ep right, so we've right. gotten six great songs from the inevitables this year as the inevitables not part of their like remix projects or under different names right, just right. the straight yeah it's been great yeah so awesome all right, next up, uh, and this is, uh, 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 sorry, next up, November, wow, I didn't put the date, I, <laughs> I didn't put the date, anyway, uh, recently the Western Standard Time Scott Orchestra released their, oh, that uh, was on the 18th, yeah, so November 18th, the Western Standard Time Scott Orchestra released their full-length album Tombstone, uh, let's take a listen to the title track. Uh, tombstone now. Sounds good. Sounds really, really good. Oh man, I'm so I'm so excited for that band. I, I missed my chance to see them this weekend, and I'm kicking myself, but also I'm I'm just wasn't ready to go out to a show, you know. <laughs> Understandable. Uh, yeah. All right, uh, just a couple more things for me, real quick. Uh, yeah, go for it, dude. If you didn't know, and we've had it for like three weeks, and I still haven't talked about it on the podcast. We have merch now. We have, oh, that's right. <laughs> we have stuff that you can buy to support this, the podcast. So the main thing we have is we have some T-shirts in a couple different colors. There's 
there's sort of a unisex one, and then there is a, a woman's t-shirt, um, both in two different colors. And we also, you know, um, if you want a coffee mug with our logo on it, we got that. If you want a handbag with our logo on it, we got that. Um, we'll be looking for in the future doing maybe some different de designs, uh, but we just kind of wanted to get, you know, our basic logo onto a t-shirt, uh, and some other things just to give you some choices. And, uh, I'll put a link in the show notes, um, but it's through Teespring. Um, I could read you the address, but it's really funky. Um, but yeah, so check that out. Uh, that'll help support us. So, um, the website, uh, the people that make the t-shirts, uh, they take a cut and we get some money and it goes to just supporting the podcast. So, um, it's a tangible way if maybe uh, the Patreon thing isn't your thing and, but you like t-shirts and you always need t-shirts, you know, uh, give it to the ska fan in your life. Um, even if it's just yourself, you deserve a present this year from you. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, also our Patreon, uh, Four dollars a month gets you two bonus episodes mm -hmm. and access to uh, a private Facebook page, which we often uh, talk in and chat in, and you know ask questions of you to help direct the show. And so you know, uh, four bucks a month, and uh, the two types of show you get: I sit down with an artist and we do a deep dive on uh, their songs. And RJ and Gary from the Backyard Superheroes, they talk about comic books. Um, yeah. And occasionally some ska things. But, yeah, mostly comic books. Yeah, mostly comic books. So, um, you know, basically, here's the thing. The more people that subscribe to that, the more we'll probably end up doing in the future. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, there's, there's a certain level that if we get to, uh, I used to do, like, two-hour-long career retrospectives of bands. Uh, way back in the day on, uh, on, on, on 23 as like a special thing. Uh, I would love to do those again, but man, y'all got to pay. Cause that's like a whole day of my <laughs> life usually to put them together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but they're fun. I like them. And I like really getting into like the, the rarities and the cool stuff and like the offshoots and side projects with bands. Um, but yeah, if we can start making a decent chunk of money and I can, uh, I, I can get back to doing that. But right now, uh, Matt and I have bills to pay. <laughs> yep. Uh, and, you know, right now, especially the the money just goes right back into the show, um, um, you know, and helps us, even though we haven't, thankfully, had to buy new equipment yet, uh, but it does pay for certain uh, things we've got to pay for for the podcast. Basically, to get it out to the world, we have to pay a hosting site. And uh, while that is not terribly expensive, but it does help for things like that. And, you know, it sort of like will get us to a place where maybe we can actually do the shirts ourselves and don't have to rely on someone else. And that in the end will make shirts cheaper. Um, so uh, all that. Uh, but look, we get it. Times are hard, especially as the holidays are coming up. So yeah. please, please don't feel bad or like, you know, you're not a good enough fan. Uh, we totally get it. Um, you know, as, as always, the best way to support this podcast, um, is to, um, if you can't do one of those two things is to just tell your friends, share it on social media, uh, rate and review us wherever you can. We appreciate it. RJ, uh, anything else you want to mention before we get out of ska news? Let's see. What did we talk about? Uh, Sugar Ants put out a new two song EP, uh, and La Sasa and In My Mind that I really enjoyed that came out. Uh, and uh, I, 
can't think of anything else you really missed from this last week. Yeah, uh, there, I know. Yeah, there was just so much that I kind of wanted to get it in. Yeah. Yeah, uh, at the end of this week, we're going to have uh, two really good releases, though. Uh, the Know How have come back, and they're putting out a new EP on Thanksgiving Day. Wow. And then on Black Friday, the Filthy Radicals have a new EP out called The Fine Line Between Real and Insane. They've put out one preview track so far, and it rips. So uh, I would say look out for both of those when we get to uh, the weekend. Awesome. Sounds great. Yeah. All right, RJ, uh, you have some ska history you want to... Let us know. Yeah, about... now I'm not going to say this is going to be the best uh, uh, presented because I, you know, this is one of those stories. The more I read, the more I look up, the more I get confused, <laughs> the more I realize some people wrote articles based on half truths. Some people there's there's recollection problems going back and forth. The topic is the sky war between Derek Morgan and Prince Buster. Mm. Now, Matt, you look like you have a question already. <laughs> no, I was going to comment like, you're going to tell me people write news about half-truths? <laughs> like, I, I think that was, you know, so first of all, uh, so so the, the basic premise is uh, from 1963 through 1967, Prince Buster and... Uh, Derek Morgan pretty much wrote diss tracks back and forth to each other. Uh, there was a there was actually kind of a pause in the middle of it. To be honest, it was pretty heavy. Uh, sorry, it started in '62, from '62 to '64, and then it didn't pick back up again until '67, uh, and that it ran through '68. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it wasn't just them. I'll mention that in a minute. But uh, just the first song that created the animosity is up for debate between these two oh, artists. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so so a little bit of background. Uh, Prince Buster uh, wanted to start his own record label and he he did. It's called For the People Records. It's also a sound system. And he found and befriended Derek Morgan and Derek Morgan did a couple songs for him. And most all the uh, producers at the time were paying 10, 10 pounds a track. And here comes uh, Leslie Kong, who is another producer in Jamaica, uh, and he is offering $20. So, of course, Derek is just like, you know, I need to make more money. Right. Uh, so I'm going to go work with uh, Leslie. And that upset Prince Buster. Hmm. Now, the main reason is because, in, and I'm going to mention the two songs in a minute here, whichever one of these songs Prince Buster claims, there's a horn solo on it that he wrote that Derek knew about. Hmm. And he ripped him off. And so that's what set off his ire. Now, what are these two songs? They both came out in 1962, the year of Jamaican independence. One is Housewife's Choice, which was put out by uh, Derek and Patsy. And the other one would be Forward March by Derek Morgan and the Beverly All-Stars. Uh, mm. I tend to think it's Forward March is where this all starts. Um, because also Prince Buster kind of name checks that a little bit more in his his first song back. Uh there's also a lot more people saying that it is indeed Forward March, but Wikipedia says Housewife's Choice. Nah. So, yeah, but I'm, I'm seeing Forward March a lot more. Uh, at any rate, Prince Buster takes, takes issue, and he releases a song called Blackhead Chinaman, also known as Blackhead Chineyman, uh, which is making fun of Derek Morgan for working with Leslie Kong, saying, why would you work with someone who is uh, Asian? And not, you know, your fellow Jamaican, even though there's a long history of Asians settling in Jamaica. Matt, you have a question. (laughs) No, just like a comment. Like sometimes like 
there's sometimes when I'm like, when people are like, Ska's always been about racial harmony. And then I hear that and I go, really? Have you? <laughs> really? Really? Yeah. I mean, I don't want to point out like, no, not always. And not <laughs> a lot of that racial harmony stuff didn't come in until the, it moved to England. And yeah, that's a just, big part of the two-tone movement yeah, in England. So. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, there. I mean, I sort of like the reason that sort of hit home for me, because uh, I didn't talk too much about it, but when when I did that um, In Defense of Ska book question and answer thing a while yeah. back, someone asked, has Ska always been um, sort of like um, LGBTQ sensitive and sort of welcoming and stuff and and um aaron karn started to talk about like he kind of didn't remember anyone from the 90s and stuff being openly gay and stuff and what came to mind for me was like some of the misogynistic sexist lyrics that Mm -hmm. that live sort of in songs not only of the 90s but also back in prince buster's day in the the, yeah yeah the 60s and stuff like that where you listen to it, you're like, mm, no, no, it hasn't, unfortunately. But yeah. it's obviously yeah. – so in a lot of ways, it's obviously great that it's all progressing and stuff like that. That's what you want to see. Yeah, I think that's one of the great things about Sky. It, it, it does allow itself to grow up. Right. You know, it, it hasn't codified some of that uh, that behavior as part of the scene. It's like, just get used to it. That's how it is here. I'm like, no, it's not at all. Yeah. Like, And it's refreshing. I love it. Yeah, and that's but also for me, it's like sometimes where we've got to, in some places, be a little bit understanding and try to rather than always shaking our fists and flipping our finger at the people who don't, who aren't there yet. I'll just say, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Who in most cases maybe they're trying or maybe they're just asking questions. Like let's not, mm-hmm. like we have to get like Scott didn't. That's my point. Sort of is like Scott didn't start as this perfect like utopian perfect world to be you know it's it's been an up and down battle and and you know some good things and bad things and so you know but yeah but so i just i found that like interesting like when the moment you said that title of the song i'm like oh maybe we shouldn't maybe should i edit that out (laughs) yeah that's that's literally the name of the song i I did play it once on 23 minutes of ska and it it took me a while to get there it was the song i wanted to play for a while because uh last song for several episodes was this music war uh but i was just like i I kept holding off on it so to speak yeah yeah but uh but yeah all that's interesting so where did it go from this this sort of like song the very next song after uh, Black Headed China Man uh, would be uh, The Blazing Fire, which opens up with uh, Derek in Chinese basically saying, shut up, you fool. That's the very first. <laughs> it's not even a lyric. It is said before the music oh, track just, even just starts. Just a spoken line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, which, you know, it, it then goes on to uh, Burning Creation, also known as Creation by Prince Buster. Uh, but then after that, this is where Lee Scratch Perry enters. The picture and he does so twice throughout this and he did a song called don't copy which he's basically kind of being like prince buster nobody copied you don't don't be dissing on Derek. he didn't do anything you get over yourself that's the whole point so a completely song. different artist that wasn't well prince buster right. or Derek chimed in on this whole thing yeah and, and uh i mean there's a lot to be said about the friendship between Derek and prince buster but that lee and prince buster were actually very close Hmm. 
much closer than uh, Derek and, and, and Prince Buster at this time. Uh, so yeah, and the other song on uh, that seven inch with uh, Don't Copy is another song calling out Prince Buster for being the little kid with all these other uh, older sound system guys too. And be like, you're just the guy in back and it's called Prince in back. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shots so fired. Yeah, I know. There was kind of this, this thing. Uh, well, Derek didn't really retaliate to Burning Creation. So Prince Buster came out with another song called Praise Without Rays, uh, saying that basically, you know, Leslie Kong is kind of ripping you off. Um, so, you know, you're getting all this praise, but you're not getting the cash you should. Uh, and Derek didn't agree with that. He hit back with the song called No Raise, No Praise, just basically saying like, oh, you weren't willing to pay me enough of what I was worth All way right. back then. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. I'm not getting a raise or any praise from you. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> uh, and Buster Goes Biblical releases a song called 30 Pieces of Silver. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, here's where I should say at the time people bought that this was all 100% real and it was being portrayed as actually real uh that they hated each other uh the rude boys uh rival gangs essentially in jamaica going between sound systems getting in fights on behalf of Derek fans or buster fans so so basically the daily gleaner got the 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 um prime minister of jamaica to have a photo shoot with uh, Derek and Buster shaking hands saying, mm. hey, guys, that we're we're buddies. This is all just a big bit of fun to boost record sales and and be silly with each other. Don't do no, Y'all need to start fighting in the streets. This yeah. is just us having fun. You have fun, too. And so that was that was around 1964. Uh, so but it does continue. And here's where I, I'm not quite sure. That story is always presented as a story that it happened at some time. And it always seems like to me that it probably happened after 1964 because there's a big pause in the action. Right. Uh, and I don't know if that's really when it happens, though, because hmm. I don't have a date for what that yeah. happened. Yeah. Uh, so this is kind of what I mean. It's like, I'm not sure what song set it off. I'm not sure exactly when this meeting set it off. But I know this progressed after the meeting with the prime minister and the newspaper article. Right. Um, so Derek Morgan writes a song called Don't Call Me Daddy. And some people thought it was related to this Prince Buster, like back and forth. This is also in 1967. This is three years later. Hmm. Uh, and Buster thinks, nah, yeah, yeah, we should do this again. I'm going to write a song called Derek's a Chinese Baby. Or, or just Derek, <laughs> go mind your baby. Or well, much more politically correctly, Chinese Jacket. That, that was the three different titles he had for this song. Uh, and Derek was like, you know what? You shouldn't do that because two of your titles have my name in it and you're calling out names. We've never called out names before. Like that's, that's a no go. Like we've made references. So everyone knows who we're talking about. We've never used names. Uh, and uh, Buster's like, no, I'm going to do it anyway. And Derek's like, you put that song out. I'll put a song about how when you're on tour, I hooked up with your wife. How do you wow. That? <laughs> wow. It's like, uh, and so Buster's like, heard uh yeah i won't put that song out now according to derek buster did eventually release that song out in the underground uh, and some guy in boston played it for him in the 90s on a cassette tape i have never found any reference to this song being real wow hmm. so but anyway so then we move on to the later part of this which is uh kind of like all the courtroom drama 
of all the rude boys in court. <laughs> and there are definitely characters that are the rude boys sent to court. Uh, and this all kicks off with uh, Tougher Than Tough by Derek Morgan and the Aces in uh, 1967. Uh, follows up with Judge Dredd by Prince Buster in 67. Uh, Derek does a song called Judge Long Sentence. And here is where Lee Scratch Perry joins up again. Uh, he does a song under the name, the pseudonym, The Defenders, called Set Them Free, where he names the three rude boys on trial, saying that these these chaps need to be let free. And then there's the appeal from Prince Buster. Judge Dredd is now in court <laughs> and being tried by Derek Morgan with Judge Dredd in court. And finally, there's a song called The Pardon or The Barrister's Pardon by Prince Buster that kind of ties up that story that started with Tougher Than Tough that ran all the way through 67 to 68. Um, so it's kind of like the same back and forth, but it's much, it was much more tongue in cheek, much more jokey, much more like we have characters between judge Jared and the three rude boys. So it's, we have, it sounded it, like at some point, like, like the beef at the beginning was sort of real. And yeah. then they had that moment of where like, no, 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 it's just a joke. Yeah. yeah. Then they kind of, after a while, they're like, wait, that was kind of fun. It kind of. Maybe we'll we will continue it, but we'll make it more lighthearted. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. And and I think I, it, it's fun. I mean, we kind of saw this uh, in the '90s. Hepcat and uh, um, King Giango had a thing going back and forth for a while, and I'll probably talk about that in the future. Hmm. Um, but it was less, it was more this latter half, this more tongue in cheek kind of deal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really do think this was there was some slighting and hurt feelings by Prince sure. Buster. And he lashed out the only way he knew how through music. <laughs> and uh, they kept going back and forth. And uh, their buddy Lee kept sticking his nose in, just kind of like, you guys are ridiculous. I think that first time when he put <laughs> don't copy out and the second time is like, I'm part of the fun. Uh, I, I just find this really interesting. I, I do have a list of like all the songs. Oh, one of the things that makes it hard to track down all the songs is they, a lot of them are released with more than one name. Right. Yeah. So, like, No Raise, No Praise was also released under the name You Still Insist. And in some places, you'll see it only listed as You Still Insist. Other places, you'll only see it listed as No Raise, No Praise until you do the research and find out, same song. <laughs> yeah, that that's sort of the difficult and interesting part about music uh, in that time. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was hard to, you know, sometimes... I think we talked about it before. Sometimes they would press it once on a vinyl, and if it didn't really catch on, yeah, it, that just it, acetate, and yeah. they would never really, you know, do go anything with, with an it, actual yeah. pressing. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that was very interesting. I uh, know, but sister, I, I don't know the best way to put it because yeah. to me, it's just like go down the songs, tell a little bit of the story. I'm like, do I do I talk about lyrics from the songs? Do I? I it was all over the place, and there's like I said, it's also so much that conflicts right. <laughs> with each other like i uh, for a lot of what i did i was i'll admit i was going by a website called mod shoes was the first time i ever heard about this uh they were the key reference secondary reference was actually a interview with Derek morgan awesome yeah so yeah if, uh maybe uh you know people can uh maybe you've t scratched the surface and people want to know more than go digging and, uh, yeah, I, I can I can hook you up with some links. Just uh, send me a <laughs> DM. I'll help you out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, because it is Thanksgiving, and this episode yeah. this episode will be dropping um, the day before Thanksgiving, 
Um, that was even part of the (laughs) that is part of the even question we were having about putting out an episode this week. It's like, well, people can listen; they'll be busy with family and friends stuff. But then we're also like, well, you know, you have a lot of downtime on Thanksgiving, most people, and there's a lot of driving, so we're giving you something to listen to. Exactly, some little something. In fact, let's call the episode "Something to Ignore Your Family To." Um, (laughs) I like it. All right, but we since it is Thanksgiving, RJ and yes. I wanted to talk about uh, just very quickly, simply what we are thankful for. And um, I know it's kind of hokey, but you know, I think it's important to be grateful um, yeah. in your life. And so we kind of wanted to chat about that real quick. RJ, was uh, there anything particular you wanted to share? Uh, I mean, first of all, I mean, it goes without saying, but I'm going to say it. Uh, thank you for everyone who listens to this show. Yeah. Like, uh, and especially those of you that, that write in and text Matt um, and uh, hit, hit us up on social media. I, I absolutely love it. Um, like, I've been doing podcasts for years, and the number one thing that always makes me reaffirm that I should be doing this and continuing on is, in fact, uh, fan interaction. So... I know I'm not, I'm not the best on social media. Almost everything you see is Matt, uh, but I do eventually see it. And I, I do, it does warm my dark little heart uh, to see those conversations happening. Uh, special extra thank you to everybody who's part of the Upbeat crew and supporting us on Patreon. That really helps us pay for everything. It really makes me happy. Uh, of course, should go without saying, but I'm going to say it. Every band who has ever taken the time out of their day to come talk to me and Matt, I sincerely appreciate that. Uh, I sincerely appreciate Tara being able to fill in for me when I'm not able to make it for a show or for a live event, like with yeah. uh, that that y'all did for In Defense of Ska. Uh, and uh, big thank you, of course, to you, Matt, for inviting me on this show a year and a half ago. Um, this has been some of the most fun I've had podcasting in a long time. Doing 23 Minutes of Ska can get really lonely when it's just you <laughs> in, in your office assembling 23 Minutes of Songs. Uh, so it's really given me uh, a, a lot. It's given me a friend, which I really appreciate from you. Awesome. And of course, uh, big thanks to uh, our wives, Allison uh, and Megan, and then uh, your kids, Matt, for sharing their time with them, with all our listeners. Right. So they, they could be, you know, we could be like, you know, watching movies and eating popcorn with them. Um, but they are gracious enough to to be like, no, go go do what what is in your soul, which is make a Scott podcast. <laughs> and that that ah, that almost makes me cry. I'm almost crying. I don't you probably can't tell that, Matt, um, because this camera is not too um, it's not 4K, <laughs> um, but my eyes are tearing up over here. Um, uh, I, and 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 finally, and this is the last one on me, uh, I got to thank Joey from Dang It, Millington, and Eric Dano for the music they've provided that we use on this show. Yeah. All right. I hope I didn't steal any of Thunder Man. You stole all of it. Every single one of them. (laughs) Good night. (laughs) Um, I want to say fuck all of you and I hate you. (laughs) Jesus, man. (laughs) Die in hell. (laughs) Um, Inappropriate. Sorry. Very. Thank you, Megan. (laughs) Such timing that she just happened to be downstairs. That's awesome. <laughs> um, but uh, no, uh, sincerely, I do want to just echo, especially you know the musical guests that we've had come on, and 
um, share their stories and sharing, um, you know, their lives. Um, a lot of these bands have become friends, people we connect with and talk on the regular to, um, even outside of this, you know, hour we sit here on Mondays. Um, and, uh, obviously, of course, thanks. And I'm grateful for half past two. Um, yeah. Tara, especially, um, because, you know, just filling in and, and being a part of this and, um, helping, you know, she's, she's definitely a sounding board for me. So I appreciate it. Um, and, um, yeah, of course my wife and, uh, kids, um, you know, they think it's so cool that I have a podcast and I think, you know, they definitely think I'm more famous than I am, <laughs> you know, it's like, You've got stickers and a t-shirt. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Big time in it, Dad. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so um very grateful for that. And, um, and uh, you know, I've just, this year. Oh, fuck. This, Gary. Yeah. Thanks for talking about comics with me, Gary. I love you. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's hey, definitely. Sorry, man. <laughs> no, it's okay. Dar- Gary is definitely helping us with this compilation. And, yeah. and uh, you'll hear his voice, too, in the project we're doing um so we're definitely grateful um you know i've connected with a lot of different people that have just sort of become friends in the scene uh you know talina from bite me bambi um dang it um yeah uh, um, you know the readjusters and and stuff like that locally and um just you know amy gabba um from canada uh just really connecting (laughs) I don't know why I felt like saying that. I had to qualify that she's from Canada. That's where she's from. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it just sounded weird. Yeah, it just it did. Why did I? Qual- I didn't <laughs> say anyone else. Like from America, <laughs> Talina. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just I think this year has been. You know, we talked a lot about like COVID sort of being over, but the truth was, it's been two years of yeah. It's not even though it's been a lot light lot lighter like being able yeah. to go out and when yeah. you feel safe and open spaces and whatever not as locked yeah not as locked down but it's still been a struggle so we're we're very grateful for um and uh honestly i'm grateful to the friends that that don't even listen to the show to be completely honest <laughs> with you just you know they'll never hear this um you know they'll never hear this and uh but I'm, you know, you know, to my friend Kristen, who offered, uh, you know, they're just getting settled into a house. But in 2022, she offered to go to ska shows. Um, so that's exciting. Nice. Um, and just, you know, just the people that I like, you know, occasionally share stuff with, like, um, you know, people have even um, bought shirts that don't really listen to the podcast so it's kind of like <laughs> thanks um, yeah that's awesome and uh so that's been and i and i get it you know this thing isn't for everyone so yeah. i'm definitely grateful for that and just the supportive people um yeah i'm looking forward to wrapping up this year uh with this thing and uh hopefully you know we're putting a lot of energy right now into uh, this compilation and i'm really excited for it so Please, please, please support it, because um, it it goes to a good cause. Uh, Toys for Tots, uh, 
Yeah. And uh, I don't know if anyone knows this and stuff and thinks about this much, but a lot of charities over the last two years actually end up hurting. And I get oh, it yeah. because because of COVID and just the uncertainty yeah. of jobs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So like, so if you've got anything, I, um, you know, to spare, I, I'm, I'm hoping you'll be able to download this comp. And honestly, even if you don't listen to it, like just, you know, the money's gone to a good place. Yeah. So I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for this fun thing we get to do. <laughs> even if everything we're doing with this comp is just stolen from someone else's stuff. <laughs> um but yeah it's just been so fun this year um and uh and uh um you guys listeners thank you so much you help us uh stay connected with the scene Mm -hmm. and uh you know and uh so many people that have helped us uh be connected um you know um the gentleman in courtesy of tim uh, have really sort of uh, oh, helped us yeah, stay connected. Great. And, um, you know, anyone who's a part of Scott's street street team and, like RJ said, you know, all all those who subscribe to the Patreon, we appreciate you. Um, sorry we don't spend enough time with you. Um, but uh, hopefully 2022 will be better at that. Uh, maybe we'll try to have, uh, in December, um, maybe we'll try to have, like, a December... Do you think you can swing that? I, I think, I think we can busy do it. in December. <laughs> I think I think we can do it. Uh, as long as everyone wants to do it like on a Tuesday. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> a Tuesday afternoon. Yeah, exactly. That's when I'm not busy. No, but um, yeah, that's all the stuff that I'm thankful for. Um, you know, obviously to, you know, I'm thankful for the chance to be able to do something that is, you know. I think is connecting with people and I making a, making a difference, even though it doesn't generally put money in my pocket. Yeah. Um, and uh, so I'm definitely thankful for that. Thankful for the chance that my life has turned out in such a way that I can <laughs> do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yes. All right. Uh, enough of our. But not you, Todd. No thanks to you. Yeah. Screw you, Todd. <laughs> Just kidding. Todd who? You know we love you, Todd. <laughs> yeah. Always demanding that we say the name of the artist of the song after <laughs> we play it just to remind you because you can't write shit down. <laughs> Get a little harsh there, man. <laughs> well, it's not Christmas yet. I don't have to. <laughs> Holiday joy doesn't start till. Uh, but you have such a lovely beard. <laughs> I do. I do. And when it when it finally goes white, I will I will definitely be called Santa Claus. Yeah. Uh, but Santa Claus's beard is usually a lot thicker and longer. longer. Yeah. Like mine will never I I'm not gonna never... go for the whole wizard thing. No. No. <laughs> no, it's it's it even right where it is now it starts to get like annoying. Um but I don't anyway. I know how you have it that long, my friend. Yeah. Well see me right, right now, that's as long as my beard gets. <laughs> right now it's kind of close to my face and self contained for the most part. Um once I start eating it from my upper lip that's when it's, <laughs> it's like okay much. time to time to turn the beard all right so we are going to do um of course before we head out we're going to do ska picks yeah and, just like every week and uh all right so my ska pick look i held off as long as i could 
because what does that mean? Because we promote this band like a lot. Um, so when they dropped a new record, my go-to move was like, I'm going to play all the new songs. Um, but, uh, I held off as long as I could. So this week, my, uh, Scott pick is the song Top Gun by Half Past Two. And, uh, nice. let's check it out right now. fantastic yes it's a great album um so yeah if you haven't checked it out make sure you do um half past two self-titled um you know it's available on vinyl cd cassette uh all that fun stuff and of course it's streaming everywhere um you get streaming music all right rj tell us about your scott pick well i'm getting excited because we are we are on the precipice of some new music from Jer, aka Scott Network, yeah. under the band name just Jer, J E R. And I decided to take a look back on some of their previous work, and I wanted to listen to the song R slash Edgelord. What does a turkey say? Gobble gobble gobble. What does a turkey do? Wiggle wiggle wiggle. What? does a pilgrim do? Jiggle, jiggle, jiggle. Happy Thanksgiving to you. What does This doesn't say? sound very ska. Gobble, gobble, gobble. I, I, yeah, you know, sometimes I just... I, I, just like you with the acrobats, you know, some stuff is just legacy and that, that Thanksgiving <laughs> song is one of them. <laughs> yeah, I, honestly... Um, I was going to do Adam Sandler's Thanksgiving song, but like ah. it had it had such a long intro, but I was just like, uh, this is just sort of stupid and funnier to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That's great. That's great. I enjoyed that. All right. So uh, here's that song by Jer. All right. Cool. What? You mean just lie? You really think someone would do that? Just go on the internet and tell lies?
Awesome. Definitely excited for uh, full length album. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, if you haven't heard, uh, there is going to be a new Jer song on a new record from Bad Time Records called "The Shape of Scott Punk to Come Volume 2. Oh, that's that, what's getting me excited. Is that coming out before the end of the year? Or? Uh, you got me. <laughs> I don't funny. know when it's coming out, but it's coming out. Awesome. And uh, if it's anything like uh, The Shape of Scott Punk to Come Volume 1, it is going to be excellent. As as you know, Bad Time Records is always excellent. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we have come to the end of another episode, and we hope you had fun. We hope you uh, weren't bored by our nerd talk at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. you, hopefully you didn't uh, like all our off-topic while we were trying to do ska news. Hopefully <laughs> our mushy feelings didn't uh, about uh, what we're thankful for didn't get in your way. And yeah. ho- hopefully you didn't hate that Thanksgiving song. <laughs> but uh, we will be back next week, of course, with yep. a new episode. Uh, yeah, I was going to say who's in it, but I can't remember. No, I know. Um, we'll be back next week. We'll be talking. Let's be honest. We're going to talk more about the uh, holiday comp next week. So <laughs> get ready. All yeah, right. Buddy. <laughs> All right. Until next week. Keep listening to Sky. You've been listening to On the Upbeat. Be sure to hit that subscribe button so you get all the new episodes as soon as they're available. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at On The Upbeat Ska. Follow our Spotify playlist, Ska Favorites. It features all the songs heard on the show. Please consider joining our Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash ontheupbeatska to sign up today. And thank you for supporting On The Upbeat.